0: Hello, and welcome to tonight's production of Hit The Bricks, Episode 2. Our show is intended for all ages, but may portray scenes that are rather intense for some audience members. You can find a full list of content warnings as well as transcripts at hitthebricks.com. Stick around for Curtain Call, where we will present a preview of a secondary production, SideQuesting, a fantasy podcast all about avoiding the main plot. Now... When last we left cousins Jesse and Wallace, they were falling, falling, falling into a mysterious cavern.
1: resting on the frame a bit too hard, and it snapped. Whoa. You weren't kidding about that city of class.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is a dream. Why else would we have landed on a pile of straw? How strange. Look, there are clothes
1: and a sack. Jesse, I think this is a scarecrow. Or it was, once upon a time. This? <laughs> This can't be real. But I don't feel like I'm asleep! Jesse, do you have a permanent marker? What? Why? His face is faded. Oh, no, never mind. I have one in my bag. There we go. Almost... there. Seriously? Ta-da! A little wonky, but I did the best I could with one I had.
3: Thank you! Oh, ah! oh please don't be frightened. I don't mean to startle you. What? Who are you? I'm the Scarecrow, and I've been trapped here for... I don't even know how long. How do you do?
1: Pretty well, thank you. My name is Wallace Williams, and this is my cousin Jessica Hudson, but she goes by Jessie. Wallace, what are you doing? This is impossible! But it's happening anyway. Deal with it, remember? How do you do? Oh,
3: I'm not feeling at all well. It's very tedious being torn apart and... Scattered asunder.
2: Fine, I'll participate. Um, is there anything we can do to help?
3: Perhaps if you can help me get back into shape by finding and stuffing my clothes.
2: You really do seem to be scattered in all directions. How did you get like this? And for that matter, where are we?
3: Well, I don't mind telling you while you look, but first tell me where you came from. Not a lot of kids dropping from the sky these days.
2: Well... I'm from San Francisco, California, originally.
3: Hmm, that sounds familiar. Is that anywhere near Kansas?
1: Well, that's where we live. I don't suppose this cavern is under Kansas, is it?
3: I'm afraid not. But allow me to welcome you to the land of Oz.
1: Oz? Sounds like a sci fi planet. Oh, maybe it is.
2: Talking scarecrows and glass cities. <laughs> San Francisco has a giant greenhouse at the Conservatory that's not so different from that. And I've seen giant disco balls like that glowing
3: orb at Pride. Oh, as far as I can tell, that's the glass town's light source. And the smaller colored orbs are how the old residents track time. I think. Maybe my traveling party learned more, but I haven't seen them in some time.
2: Oh yeah, you never answered how you got like this.
3: A friend of mine went missing. All of Oz has been looking for her, and my party found this little underground cave and empty city. The cavern entrance wouldn't let us back out once we came in, and I decided to go scouting for another way out, and that's when the wooden gargoyles attacked.
1: Wooden gargoyles? Oh,
3: they're quite the little terrors. Just come swooping in with their big claws.
1: Are they, um, uh, are they around?
3: Oh, I don't believe so. Your falling caused quite a scene. I doubt they'll come back for a while.
2: You... said your friend was missing? Oh, yes!
3: Dorothy!
1: Dorothy Gale! Jessie, that's the name of the girl. The one who kept disappearing from Prospect Place. The house we crashed into on the surface. What if that's Dorothy's house? The, the one the tornado blew away. Wallace, she'd have to be well over 100
2: years old, wouldn't she? Well...
3: Hmm. I suppose so. In Oz, people don't age the way they do in the outside world, and because of that, people aren't so concerned with tracking time.
2: So, if no one's keeping track, you could have been stuck here for a couple decades and not even know it.
3: Possibly. I suppose.
1: I'm sorry, Mr. Scarecrow. I can't seem to find the button for your
2: jacket.
3: Oh, that's quite alright. I'm sure it's easily amended.
2: So, that also means that... We could be stuck here for decades and not know it. Jesse, it's okay. We haven't been here that long. Yeah, but you don't know that! Mom is one hard sneeze from going into labor. We can't stay here!
1: Look, I know, but...
2: Okay, okay, so... Um, I'm gonna stop assuming that this is a dream, because not having a plan is really starting to make me panic. Okay. We are in some kind of... what? Magic land?
3: Oh, fairy country.
2: Sure! And if that weren't bad enough, we're trapped in some sort of underground cavern with a looming possibility of attack from wooden gargoyles.
3: That's right so far.
2: Okay, and assuming we all make it out of here, how hard is it to get back to Kansas? I mean, apparently Dorothy did it all the time.
3: Well, it used to be harder. Oz is surrounded by a deadly desert that turns anything living that touches it into dust. And then there are the neighbouring countries and the Enchanted Ocean. Sounds promising. Well, anyway, you don't need to worry. Our princess, Ozma, has a magic belt that can send anyone to Kansas. We just have to make it back to her palace at the Emerald City.
1: Well, that doesn't sound too bad. Alright, I think you're as together as we can get you. Can you stand?
3: Oh my goodness, it's good to be free. Hello?
2: Oh, are you all right?
3: Oh, I'm fine. Just a little clumsy.
2: This side of the rock looks like a path. We can scale down to the city and meet up with the rest of your friends. Maybe then we'll be able to figure out a way out of here.
3: Lead the way.
2: Scarecrow, I have a question. If Ozma has a magic belt that can just transport people, why didn't she use it to find Dorothy?
3: Oh, she tried that first. She exhausted all her magical abilities to try and locate Dorothy. So, we all broke off into search parties to look for her. We? Oh, Dorothy's friends. I mean, after everything she did for everyone here, almost all of Oz loved her. Of course, it wasn't just her that went missing. Her Aunt Em and Uncle Henry are gone too. Oh, and her dog Toto, of course. Seems a bit
1: scary that someone so beloved could go missing
3: without a trace. Oz was pretty safe for a long time. But I have to admit, I'm a little worried.
2: Well, none of us will be able to do anything for anyone unless we get out of here. Come on, almost there.
3: How strange. It looks like Scraps the Patchwork Girl is keeping watch at the parapet.
2: Aside from the fact that she's a giant living rag doll, why is that strange?
3: Hmm. Just watch. Hello!
4: Who goes there? State your business.
3: Scraps, why are you wearing that ridiculous fake beard?
4: The soldier with the whiskers decided to take the day off. Now state your business.
3: Scraps, it's me, the Scarecrow.
4: Scarecrow? We had given up on you. I thought you'd become a part of some big bear's lunch.
3: (laughs) Well, the gargoyles did try, but my new friends here put me right again. This is Jessica Hudson and Wallace Williams, cousins from Kansas.
4: You have cousins from Kansas?
3: Uh, no, no, they're each other's cousins.
4: They're both in Oz at the same time? What a coincidence.
3: Scraps, open the gate.
2: It's gonna be a long day.
3: Oh, how's everyone doing?
4: Better than you, I suppose. Though Bellina won't let me use her eggs as juggling balls. Oh,
3: I didn't know that you knew how to juggle.
4: Yeah, and I never will because she won't let me practice. Excuse me?
2: Scraps, was it? My friend and I fell from Kansas and we're kind of desperate to get back to it. Did you guys find a way out of the caverns? Without
4: Scarecrow's brains, we've been totally clueless. Unless the others know something I don't. Which I doubt. I'm very bright, you know. Pastel, even. Uh, yes. I can say that.
2: How many people are in your party?
3: Well, people is a relative term, but let's see. Me, Scraps, Belina the Hen, Sawhorse, The Woozy, half of the Royal Army of Oz. Half of your whole army? Well, that's only 14 people. Shaggy Man, Frogman, Braided Man.
4: Awful lot of men in this group. Now you can see why we're so lost.
3: Attention, everyone! Scarecrow. You're all right. Yes, sawhorse. I'm just fine, thanks to our new friends. This is Jesse and Wallace, and they're from Kansas. Just like our Dorothy.
4: Do you know Dorothy?
1: I- I'm sorry, Miss, um, Talking Chicken. She left Kansas far before we were born. Call me Polina. Pleasure
2: to make your acquaintance. I'm from Kansas myself, but I don't really like to claim it as my own. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, everyone... Hi! Have you learned anything about the barrier that's keeping you in here since Scarecrow's absence?
5: No, but we did learn that the gargoyle attacks were triggered by the blue light from the orbs in the sky. We also learned that they hate noise.
2: So why not make a bunch of
4: noise when it's blue time? We do, but it's exhausting, and they keep coming back. They destroyed some of the glass buildings and they pulled the woozy's tail.
1: Um, can anyone tell
4: us what the gargoyles look like? Shaggy made a few pictures. Here.
2: Those claws are no joke. Wait, those are straps. Their wings are detachable?
3: Oh, I saw those. But there's no way anyone could get close enough to get them.
1: What do you think, Jesse? Why me? Because you're smart. And you're into engineering and and sound. Okay, right.
2: Uh, Let me think of something. Mm. Jesse? Okay, everyone, I have a plan. All we really need is one set of those wings. At the roof of this cave, there's a trapdoor to the surface. At least one of us can fly through and get help. Jesse, Dorothy's house is totally locked. We made a hole in the roof when we dropped in. Someone can fly through that.
3: And what's the rest of your plan?
2: Um, I don't know exactly. But I'll figure that out when we get to the center of the city. Come on!
3: Jesse, I don't mean to pry, but you seem to be moving a mile a minute. You know, it's perfectly okay to ask for help. If I hadn't, I never would have gotten out of the cornfield. I never would have gotten my brains and become the King of Oz. Of course, I wouldn't have lost the throne to an army of angry knitting enthusiasts either. But that's neither here nor there. Why don't you take a deep Breath and
2: Okay, listen. My mom is the only person I have in the whole world right now. Right before I ended up here, she and I got into a big fight. I can't let that be the last time I spoke to her. I'm sure this is a fine country, and I like everyone here, but... I just don't belong in Fairyland. So, you're supposed to be the smartest person in Oz, right? Everyone looks to you for answers, and I get that. I used to feel that way back at my old home, but... I feel like I've got a sack of hay for a head now. No offense. If you could help me figure out a way to fix this, I'd be much obliged.
3: My brains are the carefully-assorted, double-distilled, high-efficiency sort that the Wizard of Oz makes. They usually fall flat under pressure, though, being only brand and Pins. Sometimes, if I stand in a corner and really allow my thoughts to resonate...
2: Resonance? That's it! You are a genius! The wall around the city is shaped like a glass bowl. I'm going to play some loud music through my portable speakers. The sound will be loud enough as it is, but once the song hits those last notes, the sound will resonate and hopefully the frequencies will be too much for the gargoyles to bear!
1: I hope this works, because it's almost blue o'clock.
2: Okay, here we go. Everyone stay low. That wasn't the expected reaction.
3: They
1: exploded. Do you think they're okay? Oh,
3: I'm sure they'll recollect themselves and hopefully be far less cross when they do.
2: There looks like there are enough salvageable wings for a few of us. Let's try them out. Wait, it might be dangerous. Supposing the gargoyles find the trapdoors, some of them might be waiting in the house.
3: Hmm, a fair point. Scraps and I will fly up first and report back. But... Oh, don't worry. We can't get hurt. We'll be fine.
4: Yeah. We'll be back at the Emerald City before you know it. Maybe we'll be home in time for supper.
2: Maybe. Good luck, guys. Jesse. Jessie? Sorry. I'm up. Just really tired. Scarecrow! You're back already?
3: Yes. I'm afraid it's no good. There are branches that have grown over the hole you made in the roof. Without the key to Dorothy's house, no one can go out that way.
2: What? But... uh, but there's gotta be something... Jessie... Okay, take me to the tunnel where you guys first came in when you discovered this place. I want to check out this barrier for myself.
3: See, once we came in, we couldn't get out. It's like an invisible wall. You can put all your weight on it and you won't go through. Try it.
2: (laughs) Are you okay?
1: Uh, Yes, but more importantly, look. The
2: barrier's down. We both got through.
3: Hmm. Maybe you can get through because you didn't come in that way.
2: Then we gotta go right now. We have to get out of here. Oh,
3: man. I left
1: my bag on the sawhorse.
5: I got it. Here you go. What? You can cross too? Hmm. I, I guess I never tried before. When everyone else couldn't make it, I didn't bother. Maybe the barrier's down for everyone. I want to
4: try. Huh? Oof.
3: Ugh, never mind. There's no time to lose. It's very important that you get to Emerald City and ask for Ozma's help. The sawhorse is the fastest creature in Oz, so you'll make good time. How do
4: we start for Emerald City? Why the same way people have done it for hundreds of years. Hit the bricks!
3: The road of Yellow Brick in Munchkin Square will take you straight there. Sawhorse knows the way.
4: Here, catch this forget-me-not to remember me, boy.
3: So long!
5: Not much further. Look, I can see daylight.
2: Hold on, Mom. I'm coming. Above the Earth's crust at last. Oh, wow. That sky is so beautiful.
1: Oh, my goodness. Look at the size of all those flowers. Oh, what cute little houses. It's
2: so nice to see some hills.
1: Listen.
5: People.
2: Wow. They seem so friendly. Everyone's waving and smiling.
5: It's your hair. Blue is the national color of the munchkins. Hmm. I'm guessing that's the yellow brick road we're looking for. Yep. On foot, it'd take us a few days to get to the Emerald City, but I can get us there in a few hours. Hop on. Hey, is something wrong? Nope. Um, it's just that we're on you, and you're not, like, moving. Oh, that's because you didn't say giddy up. Giddy up?
2: Ah! <gasps> How can you actually be liking this?
1: There is nothing better than a journey just begun. See the road rush under us as yellow
5: as the sun.
2: Hey those fences are the color of my hair You really weren't kidding when you said they like blue here I am feeling better now, I'm up from underground Passing munchkin dwellings, hearing birdsong all around It's pretty strange, but not as strange as Kansas At least the land is much less flat We're gonna hit, the bricks gonna hoof it So we make it gonna hit The bricks, it's easy once you try it. when
1: you hit the bricks There's really nothing to it All you gotta
5: do
2: is hit the bricks
5: Wallace is right. Hop off my back and let me show you. Okay. You put your one foot down.
2: I'm already standing.
5: And then you put your second foot down.
2: Okay, so walking?
5: Jessica, And then you put your third foot down.
2: We only have two, so...
5: Then you put your fourth foot down. And you do a little da, da-da, da. da. Oh, I get it. Like this?
2: What? Wallace, how are you doing that? (laughs)
5: Jesse, you're
1: doing
2: it too. What? How am I? Oh, who cares? (laughs)
1: There's really nothing to it. All you gotta do
2: is hit the bricks.
1: Though there are hills and mountains left to climb.
2: It's easier when your friends can carry you sometimes.
1: We're gonna hit the the bricks, gonna gonna flip it it till we make it, gonna hit. The bricks, it's easy once you try it. it. When When you hit the bricks, there's really nothing to it. All you gotta do is hit the bricks.
0: We're gonna hit
1: the
2: bricks, gonna hoof it till we make it. Gonna hit the bricks, it's easy once you try it. When you hit the bricks, there's really nothing to it. All you gotta do is hit the bricks.
1: I know that.
5: What's the matter? Why did you slow down? The road's pavement is rougher from here on out.
2: And yet the princess lives in a city of jewels. What kind of tax system you got going
5: on here? Tax? I have a couple of nails, but that's about it. Oh, someone carved gashes into all of these trees. Wait, those are claw marks. Oh yeah, they're probably from the creatures that live in this part of the forest.
2: Creatures! Okay, sounds great so far.
5: Kaleidas. Well, some pronounce it Kalida, some say Kalida, but I say they're dangerous. They've got the bodies of bears and the heads of tigers.
2: I thought all the animals here were cool.
5: Well, anyone made of meat and bone becomes disagreeable when they can't find anything to eat. (coughs) Please tell me there isn't one right behind us. (coughs) Nah, that sounded like it was in front of us.
2: Well, maybe it's just echoing up from the ravine over there?
5: (sighs) Look! on that ledge on the other side of the ravine. It's a Kaleida. And the road goes right past them. Or it would if that bridge wasn't out.
2: Okay, seriously? I'm gonna talk to Asma about road infrastructure.
4: <sighs> Come here, little mousy, mousy, mousy. I just want to talk.
5: He's got a mouse cornered in that briar patch. Oh, the poor little thing. Seems to me like we're stuck between a rock and some more rocks. Sawhorse,
2: can you make the jump across the ravine?
5: I'm swift, but I don't got a single spring in my step. Okay. Hmm. Um, Jessie? She gets like this when she's thinking.
2: The branches overhead have woven together to make a pretty thick canopy. Wallace, give me your belt. What? I'm gonna give it back. Okay. I'll wrap it around saw Is that too tight? Nope. Okay, good thing we salvaged my hiking stuff. Let's see if this catches. Okay, Wallace, help me pull. With all your strength... Look out! Stop
1: judging me and accept that you're going to be my snack.
2: Okay. It didn't notice. Let's try this again. What are you doing? If this branch can hold all of our weight, we can swing across the ravine to the other side. Ready? Pull! (laughs) Yes! What about the collider? First we're gonna back up so that we create a pendulum. The other side is lower, so we'll be able to swing across.
5: Now give him a good kick into the thorns.
2: I was gonna say we can swing over the collider, but okay. The momentum has to be perfect. And the rope has to account for the distance, so we have to hold it tight. Sawhorse, step back. Step back. Okay, stop. I'll tie this end of the rope to the buckle.
1: Jesse, that mouse can't hide forever.
2: I know. Okay, Wallace, when I say now, you hit this button here in the repeller. It's a release. Okay. Sawhorse, when I say giddy up, you run. (laughs) Giddy up. Now, Wallace!
5: What? Take
2: that! <laughs> and take that!
1: Whew, it worked! You're a genius.
2: It'll take him a while to get out of there. What did you throw at him, Wallace?
1: Some peanut butter crackers. He'll be hungry when he gets out of the thorns.
2: <sighs> okay. How far are we from Ozma's palace?
5: I'd say another half hour. I guess we're out of the woods, so to speak. There's an overlook ahead where you'll get your first view of the Emerald City. Wait for it, and ta-da! Oh. oh. Oh my. Um, well,
2: it is beautiful. But not quite what I was expecting.
5: Um, maybe Ozma's done some redecorating? It's so strange.
1: It's like it's two different cities mashed together. What do you mean? Look at the bottom. The buildings you see next to the wall, they're soft and domed, consistent with local architecture, just with different building materials. But it looks like the old Emerald City is getting cannibalized by those harsh, angular Emerald Spires encasing it. So, at least architecturally, the city's at war with itself.
2: Well, anything looks imposing backlit by a sunset. Come on! Wait. What's wrong, sister? We're nearly to the borderlands. The wind. Something is wrong. Something... Something foul is in the air. Well, the sun is very hot. Perhaps a moment's rest will do. I, for one, feel a break is in order. My feet have been burning for the past hour. Following you three with my tiny legs is much harder on my stamina than you give me credit for. Sisters! We can't stop now. We're nearly there. The farmer said the edge of the country is just beyond this hill. We've come so far. We have to keep going. Very well. But hand me your umbrella so that I might not expire under the high noon sun. No. This cannot be. No one mentioned anything. About a desert. The landscape doesn't account for it either. It goes for miles and miles. Ugh, and that air that comes from it, it must be toxic. Now that you mention it, I do feel rather faint. I thought we were almost home. The the storm last night, it shook the earth something fierce. Perhaps that was the cause. Sisters, I may have imagined it, but I swear, I saw a beetle land on the sand... And turn to dust.
0: Nonsense.
2: The desert may be vast, but it's flat. We don't have to stop moving, see? We can keep going. No, I beg of you don't. You'll crumble into sand.
4: Oh, will you stop being such a fraidy cat? Look, it's perfectly safe. I said
2: stop! I... I cannot move. Am I... am I doing this? Baby sister. Ah, put me down. Come back to me. How did you do that? Uh, I don't know. Sisters, it seems quite clear to me that we cannot return home simply by walking. We must stay in this strange country and learn more. Yes. And I know just where to start. The Emerald Palace at the
5: center of this land. (laughs)
0: This episode starred Michelle Agresti, P.J. Scott Blankenship, Lee davis Thawborn, Charlotte Dow, Arthur Morici, Danielle Shamaya, Brigham Snow, Lauren Shippen, Megan Charlo, Q Dyer, and Dana-Laurie Shaw. It was written and directed by P.J. Scott Blankenship, executive produced and sound design by Chad Ellis, music by Katherine Haas, A.P. Harbour, Jeff Ball, and Jordan Bush, Recording Engineering by Andy Ramschlag, Misha Stanton, and Chad Ellis. Story Editing by T.H. Ponders. Transcripts by Aaron M. Speckley. Art by Chandler Candela. Audio Consulting and Cleanup by Sage GC and Travis Reeves. Special thanks to Davis Walden, Anarchy Post, and The Whisper Forge. And now for a preview of Tal excellent fantasy audio drama side questing, where apple picking beats dragon slaying, princesses need saving from princes, and there's always time to smell the flowers.
4: Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers?
2: Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing!
5: I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I
2: just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword.
1: I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil.
4: I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to
1: help
2: me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long
5: as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app.
0: Good night, and see you in Oz.